0: So we continue building on the foundation. We're on spiritual gifts. We started last time and we define spiritual gifts <coughs> as any ability that is empowered by the Holy Spirit and used in any ministry of the church. Any ministry of the church. And that's uh, using Wayne Gruden's uh, definition in the uh, systematic theology book, um, and we went through, there's two categories, and we went through a bunch of uh, uh, verses, and we said that the gifts are there to equip the church to carry out the ministry unto Christ's returns, and to give a foretaste of the age to come. Good morning, sir we went through a full list of at least those gifts that are mentioned in the Bible. So there are 22 of them, but we know that there's a long list. There's many more that are gifts of the Spirit. Lynn mentioned at least three more. Um and she was thinking at least of 57 more. <laughs> uh, we talked about the two sides of um, whether they continue on or they have ceased, at least those who are um, defined as miraculous. And we, we, we talked about Romans 12 and Corinthians 13, and I want to go today, uh, spend some time. I think it's going to be a quick Sunday school. But I want to talk, we're going to read 1 Corinthians 12. And then we're going to read Galatians 5. And just talk about the gifts of the Spirit as they relate, relate to the fruit of the Spirit. But before we get into that, we want to read at least the beginning of 1 Corinthians 12 and talk about conceptually what the attitude should be and what Paul was dealing with in the church of Corinthians. So please... Let's go to First Corinthians 12. Tosh, would you mind reading the first six verses of chapter 12? First Corinthians 12? Yes. And then, Mike, can you take 7 to 12? And then we'll... We'll take a break and start our conversation, okay? Okay, we'll continue on in a sec. All right, so what's going on? Who remembers what's going on in the church of Corinth? Look around. The church of Corinth, oh, yes, sir. Everyone wanted to be first. They were a little mess. They were a whole mess. They were a big mess. Let me read just a few of the things that were going on in the church of Corinth. They have problems with divisiveness. Hmm. They have a problem with disorder. Hmm. They had a problem with abuse of the Lord's Supper. They had factions or cliques. They had disrespect for apostolic authority. Does it start sounding like church today? Just saying. They had a problem with disregarding for weaker brothers or sisters. They had marital problems. Doesn't happen in the church today. They had lawsuits among believers in morality. And we can go and on and on and on. But they were blessed with gifts just like the church today. So, let's continue on. So the church, Paul writes, Now, guys, yes, I've wrote 11 chapters dealing with all of that. Now, let's talk to you guys about gifts. I don't want you to be uninformed. So, listen up. Are you listening? Basically, that's what he's saying. Listen up. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray, and in the version that you read, said mute idols. There's other versions that say dumb idols. However, you were led. What does that mean? Anyone had had no power. And you had two people worshiping the same idol and doing things that were contrary. Huh? It's the same God, little G. And he's saying, guys, come on. When you were pagan, you did things that make no sense. And then he says, therefore, I want you to understand. Remember, he says, are you listening? Listen up. I want you to understand. Number one, no one speaking in the Spirit of God can say ever. Jesus, in my version, says, Jesus is accursed. So if anyone says, Jesus is accursed. He's not from God. First. Sealed. There. You cannot believe that. It's not from God. It's not that it's coming from God and then someone has some opinion on some It's coming. No, it's not from God. And then he says, and no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except in the Holy Spirit. A true believer truly says, Jesus is Lord. Yes, you have all that mess, but you have to believe is what he's saying. And you have to deal with it. And this is how we're going to deal with it. Make sense so far? I know I'm preaching to the choir. But I want you to say yes. Wake up. You know, you had your breakfast. You had your coffee. If not, John will have coffee for you. Okay? Good. Excellent. Now there are variety, variety of gifts. But only one spirit. And only one Lord. And it's the same Lord. And there are a variety of activities, but it's the same God who powers them all in everyone. Pay attention. Listen up. Are you listening? Jesus is Lord. It only comes from the Holy Spirit. And when you have only comes from that Spirit. Please understand, don't be unaware. You best be understanding and discerning what is going on in our community. The gifts that you have only come from the Spirit, and they're given for the community, for you guys. That's what Paul is saying. Are you following? Are you understanding? Any questions? To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. And that applies then and today. Remember when you were pagans. The Hellenistic culture came from the practice of many religions. And in this place, we had many religions before we came to believe in the only God, Jesus Christ. The salvation in Jesus Christ. And sometimes our traditions kick in. And we have to wake up and say, hey, t- time out. That makes no sense. Do you agree? You disagree? Agree, right? We're living it. Lent, yes, sir, yes, and, and that is sometimes when I just, I, and I'm sorry, I might say something here that, that is, you cut it off and you kick me out of the church, so I'm like, God, what are you doing? Because he could have fixed it. Hmm? <laughs> but it's not my place to question God. Yes? So I um, happen to be reading Judges. 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 Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I know is I live you know, with the hope. Like yeah, but I live with the hope, I'll be with you, Betty, in a second, that I will see him in the end. And he's going to bring his plan to fruition, which he already started. He already done what he said he was going to do. And he will fulfill, and every day we're closer to that. Hold on, I got Betty, and then I have you. Yes, ma'am. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that because then we're going to talk about the fruit of the spirit. I I understand. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I I, I I like to blame someone else. I get it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Hold on. Yes, ma'am. Um, also, also, also. Love is patient. But, We've had one, two, three. Four different comments. Yes. The point is that it's not all about us. Yep. He has nothing to do with us. He's in charge. He will do what he will do. And we, we can be here all day with all our opinions based on our experiences on our knowledge, and we're all wrong. Someone raised their hands here and there too. Amen. And that is the point that I wanted to bring. Thank you for summarizing. And, and we're so glad, and we pray for her every single day. Osborne, you wanted to say something. Lame is right. Just say Dito. <laughs> no? That's good? Anything else? Mm-hmm. Don't be uninformed. That is the key. Let's go to Galatians 5, 26. Betty. Would you mind reading it for us? I'll wait for you. All right. So on one side, we talked about the gifts of the Spirit. And now Paul, talking to another church, that, by the way, had the same problems as the Corinthians, as Cornerstone as the American church and as the world today, talk about the fruit, not fruits, the fruit of the Spirit. And why does he mention that? Why gifts and why fruit? What's the difference? Anyone? Yes. All right, so can I say, anybody else? Yes, sir? All right, so can I say that gifts are the manifestation of the Spirit and that the fruit of the Spirit are the result of the presence of the Spirit in us? And that we have, we grow in that fruit of the Spirit. We have levels of that fruit of the Spirit as we grow, as we go in in our sanctification process. And those who are younger have, could have a little less than those who could, I say could, not necessarily, but we learn to be patient, maybe. We learn to be kinder because things are less frustrating. We understand that it's not about us. Anyone? You agree? You disagree? You're looking at me like, what the heck is he talking about? <laughs> what is he saying? I have no clue. The fruit of the Spirit balances the gifts of the Spirit? Sir? Uh huh. According to the Bible? Yes, ma'am. And I want to get to everything, right? And the gifts are like very manifestations right, to serve other, to serve other people. people. And that's what I wanted to borrow her when she said serving other people because they're, they're given for the church, for the common good. But you could serve others. And B, not so for you. (laughs) Right? That's an extreme. (laughs) But I thought it was funny. (laughs) But you can serve with kindness. Not so for you. (laughs) Yes, ma'am then you disagree with my definition. <laughs> don't, it, right? don't, don't, right. don't. No, because, see, that, that, we have to be careful. That's not what I'm saying. I know, I know. Yeah, but that's not a manifestation. That is an abuse right. of, of something people think it is a manifestation. All right. So tell me the word that you want to use. I don't know. Um, then manifestation stays. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. My kindness just went away. <laughs> no, you get no time. <laughs> no, I get it. I understand. And that's why, that's why we are very clear. To define that they're given for the ministry of the church and we know that there are people who abuse their gifts people who manipulate others and use them for their kingdom and not God's kingdom and they just they're they're not even gifts There are other things, and they just create this thing. And that's why I've said five times what Paul said. Don't be uninformed. I don't want you to be uninformed. Because most people are uninformed. And most of what we see that Mike is mentioning is because people are not Bereans. They're uninformed. They don't go to the Bible and actually read and search. They just take what's given and it all is pastor or is pope or is obispo or whatever. No. No. Question what I say. Question what Freddie say. Question whomever comes here. Question it. It's fine. Many times I've said things and I come back and say, guys, I made a mistake. It sounded good, but it's wrong. And it's okay. You know why? Because I'm human just like you guys are. I'm growing in my faith. Just like you guys are. They just asked me to come here, and I said, Okay, I'll, I'll step up. I'll do it. No different than you guys. So, the fruit of the Spirit. Huh? You have a word. I disagree. Okay, I'm going to use a different word that's all right. manifestation. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. 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 The point is, the point is, the point is, it's of the Holy Spirit. It's of the Holy Spirit. And you have to walk. And let's let's go to let's go to the 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 verse. Um, Galatians five twenty. Um, where was I? Yeah. And those who belong in Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desire. Which that's that's the point. Why do you what do you use your gifts and your fruit of the spirit for? It's not for your passions and your desires. It's not for what you want, what you feel. It's to serve the Lord. And I know it's difficult. I know. Guys, I do, I do. I live it every single day. Lord, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. That's why when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we have to really develop that connection and not grieve the Holy Spirit. So we can. The Holy Spirit is God. We talk to the Holy Spirit about, you know, like he is something separate. He is God in us. Oh, when I see God, you have God in you. If we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another, envying one another. <clears throat> oh, no, no, See, he's better than I. Oh, I'm better than you. No. Don't be uninformed. Use your gifts. Use your fruit, which you do have, all of them, No, I'm not loving. Yes, you are, Lewis. You are. Yes, you are. Yes, he is. He pretends. He does pretend. Everyone is. I just can't stop doing it. Self control. I struggle with it. But it's part of your sanctification process, guys. Gifts and fruit, they are of the Spirit. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desire of the flesh. For the desire of the flesh are against the Spirit and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposite to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you're led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. That's 16, 17, and 18 of that same chapter. All fruits of the Spirit come out of something. I'm out of love. And God is love. Kirk. And Jesus said in that passage that in the gospel, he's talking about this. This. Specifically. Living, living, living and, and, and and that's what Paul says. You live in the world, but you're not of the world. And that applies to us, guys. And I know a lot of us, it's it's very difficult because we come here and we go back to our to our lives to our jobs and we have very intense difficult jobs with very difficult unbelievers and the only way we can handle that is to become them and we struggle And we we and it, it, it really it really charges and we, we feel it, it really it just it's just not us and you have to depend on the spirit and you have to make a decision is this the right place for me and if it is because the Lord is what providing for you then how are you light there? then that's when you need to be connected to those in the church even more. Not just on Sunday mornings. Trust me. I know. Anybody else? Anything else? Yes, Kurt. um... I'm sorry, say, say that again. Correct. It talks about, uh, dying to right. Correct. dying a pure heart. Correct. So, all goodness of common grace, right? Well, the common grace, the, right, I was going to say. Yeah, the, God is providing for everyone. He provides for his children more. Right? right. Else and, and that, right, correct. Less let us not become conceited provoking one another, envying one another, and that's the point it's not about looking at the other one and say oh, he's loving enough he's kind enough he um, he needs to work on self-control, no it's looking at yourself in the mirror and say okay Pepe, make it so number one you know and that is the point. Yes. It's you need to. Victor, you need to. Victor, you need to. It's not Kirk, you need to. Well, he's talking to you, but not Victor talking to you. <coughs> Make sense? That's the application. That's what we're talking about. Anybody else? Anybody else? <laughs> Yes, sir. Correct. You understand that? Do you hear that? The Holy Spirit convicts us. Yes. All right, guys. It's going to go to another subject, but I'm going to stop there. We'll start with obedience. Obedience next time. Um, Actually, I won't be here next Sunday, so I think Dayron will start with obedience or some other subject that he wants to start with. Um, Anything else before I close? Father Lord, we thank you. We honor you, and we ask you, Lord, to strengthen our faith to help us truly understand our gifts so we can use them for your kingdom. Help us to grow in the fruit of your spirit, Lord, for your kingdom always, Lord. Help us serve one another in unity and in faith. In your name, Lord. And everyone says? Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys.